Good morning, everyone. How are you all do doing today? It's good to see you on this wonderful Sunday morning. Oh, good afternoon for, the, for all of you in Nigeria. It's wonderful. Thank you all for coming to spend this time to fellowship with us. Let's start with prayer. Father, we thank you. Today we yield our hearts to you. We yield every burden, we yield every stress, we yield every strain. We've come to fellowship with you. We've come to rest in you. We've come to rest with you. You are the source of our joy. You are the depth of our hope. You are the breath of our peace. And you are the width of every comfort we need. Father, we have come because in this year of emergence, we need faith. We've come to behold you. We've come to behold the fullness of you. Lord, we need faith. Without faith, it's impossible to go on this journey. Without faith, it's impossible to have the strength to overcome. Without faith, it is impossible to be pleasurable to God. Father, teach us faith. Teach us faith that we may know him. Teach us faith that we may behold him. Teach us faith that we may become him. Teach us faith that we may rest in him. For we who have gathered here, wash us with the waters of the word, that we may rest in he who is the beginning confidently assured of everything you have purposed for this time for our turn because it's always our season we decree your ministries align we decree this call moves according to your purpose and everything is sacrifice of christ has set aside for this time we shall receive it in jesus name amen amen today we are talking about faith. The topic specifically is the faith of God. This is the first part of probably three or four part series on faith. What is faith? When as Christians, one of the things we constantly hear is you need to have faith. It's time to have faith. Faith is something that you have. Faith is something that you must maintain. You need to keep up faith. You need to keep up the faith. Faith, faith, faith. There are three meanings of faith. But we are only going to discuss one. The foundational meaning along these three days. Christ is faith. Faith is not something you have faith is someone you embrace i repeat that faith is not something you have faith is someone you embrace that someone is christ the world will tell you to have faith the gospel will tell you to receive faith he who is faith makes all things obtainable he makes the Father obtainable. He makes hope 
reliable. It makes hope believable. It makes everything. Faith makes everything that is arbitrary, evidential, proven, believable. He embodies all that we cannot see so that we can come to a place of believing. Now, we have said all this. The goal of today is to prove that in scripture. The first point, Christ is faith. Now let's go to scripture. We are going to go to Hebrews 11 from verse 1 to 3. I'm reading in the New King James Version, the NKJV, the New King James Version. Hebrews 11, verse 1 to 3. When you're there, say, uh huh, uh huh. I read. I'm going to read the whole thing. We're going to address it bit by bit. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good testimony. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of the things which are visible. When you hear that, everything starts to sound arbitrary. It sounds like someone is speaking in parables, speaking around things. It can easily be confusing. But he says, faith is the substance of things hoped for. That's the first part we take. What was hoped for? What were people hoping for? In others, we are talking about the present. Tomorrow and in, in the coming days, we'll discuss the past and the future of faith. So we'll go on, we'll dig a bit deeper into the history. But for today, Hebrews 10 proceeds into Hebrews 11, talking about how they there was a search for the perfect sacrifice. We needed a savior. We needed a priest. We needed all these things. Now somebody came as the evidence of all the things that were hoped for. That person was the perfect sacrifice. That person was the perfect, perfect priest. That person's blood was the eternal sacrifice that no other blood needed to be shed. So that person became the evidence of everything we were hoping for. That person became the fulfillment of everything the law required. So that person who fulfilled all these things that we hope for is faith. We see that in scripture, in Colossians chapter 1, verse 27 to 28. I'm reading the same thing, New King James Version. Colossians chapter 1, verse 27 to 28. What do we see there? It says, To them, God will to, be, to make known what are the riches of his glory. Remember where we are coming from? What, the riches of the glory, what, what, what were we talking about? Love of God. For God so loved that he gave his only begotten son. So the, the riches of God's glory the first rich inheritance of the glory that we receive as believers is love. And what did that love? Remember the what and the who? Love is the why. 
Who does that love? Love is the why. Who does love always bring? Who does love always interpret? Who does love always talk about? Christ. So we come here. The riches of his glory. Of this mystery among you. Which is Christ. So. Christ in you. The hope of glory. The substance of things hoped for. Which is. Everything that we hope for. Is in Christ. Faith. The person of faith. The hope of the believer. Is Christ. Faith is the hope of the believer. Christ is the hope of the believer. So he is the substance of things hoped for. Faith is not what you do. Faith is a person you receive. Faith is embodied in the person called Christ. Faith is not what you do. Faith is a person we receive. And faith is received. Faith is made manifest. Faith is made tangible. Faith is a person. That person is Christ. If you do not know that faith is Christ, and if you don't know that Christ who is faith has given you hope, you will look for ways to add hope in Christ where you are supposed to receive hope from Christ. The believer is on a treadmill of performance to have faith rather than receive faith if he does not know what Christ has done. Faith is a person. He is the substance of things hoped for. Then let's go to the second part of this of this Hebrews. Say now faith is the substance of things hoped for, and faith is the evidence of things unseen. What is unseen? What was not seen? The thing that was never seen in the Bible, the the person that was never seen is the Father. What was also never seen in the Bible is salvation. So, for faith to be evidence of things unseen, that person must both be the evidence of salvation and the evidence of the Father. So, that person must be two things. The evidence of salvation, the evidence of the Father. There is only one person in scripture that embodies the fulfillment of that description. That person is Christ. I'm repeating all this. Because the onus on the believer is not to have faith. The onus on, on the believer is to receive and embrace the person who is faith that has been given. How are we tracking people? Let's go to John 14. John chapter 14 from verse 8 to 9. John chapter 14 from verse 8 to 9. I read. I'm reading the New King James Version also. John 14, 8 to 9, New King James Version. I read. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and it is sufficient for us. You have walked with Jesus. You have seen him do signs and wonders. You have seen him talk that he's the you 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 were there when Peter said, um he. This is this is you are Christ the Son. You have seen him do miracles. You have, you have seen him talk about the Father. You have walked with him for all this time. And Philip, you do not know. You just had it in my father's house. There are many mansions. You've had all these descriptions and discussions with Christ. Yet you, Philip is still asking to 
for the Father to be shown. And Jesus said to him, Have I been with you so long, and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? What is he trying to say there? To see Christ is to receive the evidence of the Father. Faith, which is Christ, is the evidence of the Father. Which means, faith is the reception of eternal life. To have faith is to have eternal life. To have faith is to have the life of God in you. How many times have we been in situations that rather than, than <laughs> all we see are weak, our weakness, all we see are the issues. The requirement of faith is rather than seeing issues, see Christ. See the, see the reality that Christ has provided. See the reality that Christ has. So rather than speaking problems, you speak the, the in Christ realities that you have received. The honors on thank you, Jasmine. The honors on us is to receive faith, the person of Christ. In receiving faith, you receive eternal life. You know your Father. So every time you receive faith, you receive a revelation of your Father. To, to receive, the more Christ you receive, the more of the Father you know. Then you stop defining yourself by your situation. You start defining yourself by your identity in Christ. Your identity in love. Once you know the who, you define yourself by the why. The who is, once you know the who, you define yourself by the why. The who is Christ. The why is love. The what is eternal life. The why, and the, the how is salvation. The who, Christ. Why, love. What, eternal life. How salvation. God so loved that he gave us the person of Christ so that through the process of salvation for us to believe, we may come to receive eternal life. So the destination Christ, the destination God was going to was eternal life. Who was the, the, the vessel, the carrier, the person, the driver, for, the driver to that destination is faith. The driver to that destination is faith. Because if faith was not Christ, faith would become an idol. If faith was not Christ, faith would now become something we have to exalt to get to Christ. So that there will be no formula to God. Because any formula to get to God is God over God. Because God is now subject to that formula. Any formula to get to God is God over God. Because God now becomes subject to that formula. So since so that faith will not become an idol of itself, faith had to be a person. That person is Christ. Him we receive, that we receive the evidence of the Father. Him we receive, that we have hope for glory in the Father. He, substance of things hoped for. He, the evidence of things unseen. Are we tracking people? You see, for by it, the elders obtained a good testimony. Huh. 
I don't want to go into that part, but I'll just say this. The testimony of Jesus is the essence of prophecy. So the good testimony of the believer is Jesus preached. The testimony of Jesus is the essence of prophecy. The good testimony of, the G- of Jesus, or the good testimony of believer, is Jesus preached. We even see that in um, Colossians. When it says, Christ in you, the hope of glory. If we start from that, to them God will to, be make, to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Him we preach. Him we preach. So, the preaching of Christ is the good testimony of the believer. It's like when, when we start thinking about this, many scriptures open, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word. So, Him we preach. The good testimony of the believer is Christ. So rather than, what is a testimony? The proclamation out of your mouth. The proclamation of a witness. So when you are going through situations, are you, test- are you speaking facts or speaking truth? The good testimony. So rather than proclaiming what you see, describe Christ, describe, Christ, describe his will, describe his word. Proclaim Christ to your situation. It is well. Let's go to three. Hebrews. By faith we understand that the words were framed by the word of God. So that things which were which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Okay? So we need... For faith has to be a couple things. This is a loaded statement. By faith we understand that the words were framed. So faith, in faith, there is a proof of how the words were framed. So, so the person of faith has to be the proof of how the words were framed. That's the first thing. Second thing, so that things which were, so that the, by faith we understand that the words were framed by the word of God. So in faith we understand how the word was framed. Two, we also in faith we understand that the word was framed by the word of God. So faith has to be two things. How the word was framed and how the word was, and the proof that the word was framed by the word of God. So, faith has to be two things. How the world was framed, and proof that the world was framed by the word of God. So, there has to be a person that proves the origin of the formation of the word, or the origin of the formation of the world, and the formation of the world according to the word. And the third part says, so that the things which are seen are not made of things which are visible. So faith was the invisible that became visible through which all things were formed. So one, this faith must meet these three criterias. The more we study Christ, the more we see how the impossible in him was proven possible in one person. Let's go to scripture. We are going to go to Colossians chapter 1. From We're going to read from verse 15, I'll say to 18. Colossians 1, from verse 15 to 18. Are we all tracking? Now this says, He is the image of the invisible God. 
the firstborn of all creations. So we have now talked about the invisible being made visible. We are seeing here the evidence of things unseen. So, so he is the image of the invisible God. Practically what that statement starts by saying is he is the evidence of things unseen. Which means he's saying that he is faith. Let's go. The firstborn over all creation. For by, by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth. You've seen the second fulfillment. He is proof that all things were created in heaven and on earth. Let's keep going. Visible and invisible. Let me go. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth. Visible and invisible. Whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through him and for him. Second part fulfilled. He is the one through which all things were created. This, remember, we came from, by faith we understand how the world was created. And by faith we understand that the world was created by the word of God. So, we fulfilled the first part. In him, all things were created. So, in faith, all things were created. To have faith is to command creation. To have Christ, creation begins for you. Come on. So, we don't discuss dead things. We discuss Christ. 17. And he is before all things. And in him all things consist. So we, in him all things consist. And he is the head of the body. The church. Who is the beginning. So he is the beginning. The firstborn from the dead. That all things. May, that in all things he may have the preeminence. So another name of Christ is the beginning. So Christ is faith. Christ is the beginning. Now let's see if the beginning is the word. But before, part two evidence of this him being the beginning, let's go to Genesis 1.1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The beginning is the name of Christ. As, as faith is the name of Christ. As amen is the name of Christ. Because you know when we want to pray, we say in Jesus' name, amen. And we are, we are trying to un help us understand today that faith, which faith is a person. Faith is one of the identities of Christ. The beginning is also another identity of Christ. And as we go into John 1 1, I just now we, this is where we are going. John chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the word. So now we have. By faith we understand that the words were created by the word of God. So by Christ, who is the beginning, we understand that the world was created by Christ. So, the beginning is a person. Faith is the person. The word is the person. All these people, all these names are all Christ. He is the beginning. He is faith. He is the word. John 1.1 1, 1, In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. So, they now, they've, they've qualified who the beginning is. The beginning is not just a time in history. The beginning is a person. He's the author and finisher of faith. How can you author and finisher what you are not? Come on. He authors and finishes his identity in you. Faith is the beginning. Faith is the word. The beginning and the word are both Christ. You to have Christ. Is to have the hope of glory. All things were made through him. 
and without him nothing was made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. To have faith is to have life. To have faith is to have light. To have faith is because to have light is to have hope. Faith in you gives you hope for glory. Faith in you gives you joy unrestrained. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness comprehends it not. By the existence of the person called faith in you, you have light over darkness. Darkness cannot comprehend you. The overcoming nature of the believer is the, in the embracing of faith. So for us believers, we do not have faith. We embrace, we receive faith. Faith is not something you have. Faith is someone you received. Faith is not something you have. Faith is someone you received. Yes, you are in the beginning. The be you are in the beginning. You are in Christ. You rest in the beginning. You rest in the I am. You rest in his nature. You rest in Christ. He encourages. He emboldens. He strengthens. He gives you hope for glory. He gives you the nature of the Father. You now have the word to speak into situations because the, the person who is the word, the person who is faith, because faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by Christ. What do you hear? You hear the word. You hear the word. Him we preach. Him we preach. Not He's a person that is preached. He's a person that is preached so that we have a good testimony. He is the embodiment of the Father. To have him is to have the Father. When you love him, when you receive the love of God, you abide with him. And in your abiding with him, faith comes into you. And when you have faith, you have the Father. So faith, this is how faith makes the fullness of the Father obtainable to the believer. To have faith is to have the Father obtainable to you. Are we tracking? Let's declare, people. I choose. See, we always start by with I choose because everything God has given, you have a choice in receiving. You have to choose to believe. You have to choose to decree. And you have to choose to declare. It is obtainable. You have to choose to obtain it. You have to choose to receive it. Choose today to receive and embrace faith. The embracing of faith is the foundation of worship. Mm -hmm. Because embracing what God has done for you is the best thing you can do to Him, do for Him. Embracing of faith is the foundation of worship. If you think you have to have faith, you have to walk faith, the exercising of faith is in the resting in the, in the person called Christ. How do you exercise faith? How much of Christ have you embraced or received? What area of your life do you feel that you are, are you still ashamed of Christ entering, of Christ, of embracing Christ in? The exercising of faith is, is the embracing. How the width of your embrace is the depth of your exercise. Decla let's declare. I choose to believe, decree, and declare that 
I have Christ in me. Say along with me. I have Christ in me. I have the faith of God in me. The good testimony of God lives through me. The beginning lives in me. The word is at work in my life. My life showcases the glory of God. My life is a source of hope to those around me. I emerge with the life of Christ in me. Let me say it again. Let's take the declaration one more time. I have, I choose to believe, decree, and declare that I have Christ in me. I have the faith of God in me. The good testimony of God lives through me. The beginning lives in me. The word is at work in my life. My life showcases the glory of God. My life is a source of hope to those around me. I emerge with the life of Christ in me. Thank you, Father. We have received the person of faith. He is the substance of the things we hope for. He is the evidence of things we cannot see. Thank you, Father, for giving us the person who is faith, who is the beginning, who is the word. Now we have the word in season because we are in the beginning. We are in all times. It's always our turn. It's always our season. We have a word in season by him who is faith in us. We have hope for glory by him who is faith in us. We have obtained a good report, a good testimony, regardless of what the report of the word says. We have the report of the word over the report of the world in the name of Jesus. Since the world was formed by the word himself, and since we have the word in us, the world begins to re respond to the word in us in the name of Jesus. We no longer speak about dead things because we have the life of God, the glorious life of Christ in us in the name of Jesus. We decree that as we walk into this year of emergence, as we walk into the rest of our life, we enjoy the glorious testimony of faith at work in us, at work for us, at work through us in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Grace is multiplied unto us. We enjoy the love of God. We fellowship with the Holy Spirit, walking in the fullness of faith, enjoying the goodness and mercies of God, indwelling the fullness of God, both now and forever, in Jesus' name. Thank you all for coming. See you all tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. So, we'll post the declarations later so you can go back to read. Love and appreciate you all. Have a blessed day.